0: Hello and welcome once again to the Barstool Music UK's podcast, Safe Space. This is the place where we get to know those amazing, independent and unsigned artists that I love to support just a little bit better. Um, This week, I catch up with Tim from the brilliant musical project that is Morning Crush. He's just dropped a brand new single called Stories of War. And it's just a brilliantly passionate and beautiful piece of folk music um, that I just just. Really, really enjoyed listening to it and even more um fell in love with the story behind it as well. So before we get stuck into this week's interview, here is a sample of that track.
1: And a weight on his mind Found by the Germans In Poland he stayed And he stood near the border So
0: yes, that is a sample of the brilliant single that is Stories of War. It's out now. However, before you go and check out the full song in all its glory, how about we get to know the artist just a little bit more? So without any more preamble, let's get stuck into the interview. However, I will just sort of pre-warn there is a bit of hissing on my side of the conversation as unfortunately I didn't realise till after the fact my uh, microphone's playing up a little bit and there is only so much I can do um, during the editing process. But however, the interview was great. It was brilliant catching up with Tim so I will now stop excusing my terrible production skills and just uh, let's get stuck into the interview so here we go so hello Tim aka Morning Crush how are you today
1: yeah I'm good thank you I've uh, been up for an hour really fresh as a day (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah I know brilliant I've I've been up since about seven o'clock it's it's the price you pay when you've got three kids all needing to get to school yeah I was gonna say yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) I I have a god yeah
1: um, I don't see her m- as much nowadays but when she was little I, the parents used to invite me over because she would always wait she was excited that I was there and so she would wake me
0: up at <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Tim do
1: you want to come and stay <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> I know why you want me there <laughs> mm. yeah I <laughs> know oh, brilliant well obviously it's it's great to connect with you because you've just dropped your new single stories of war and um, yes kind of first off how's the kind of reception been to it uh it's been
1: um yeah it's been fine it's uh, I'll be honest I didn't really do any marketing I was just like yeah. I just put it on Spotify with like I, I wrote it it was the quickest turnaround I've ever had like I wrote yeah. it and then I spent like three or four days writing it and trying to get it right and then I was like I just want to release this I want to tell this story like while people are listening do you know what yeah. I mean I was a bit uncomfortable because I was like am I sort of like capitalising off an awful tragedy yeah. uh, I was just I just kind of thought you know people are more likely to listen to this story now
0: and I've always wanted to tell it so yeah because it's, it's one um from what I could tell you, it's one inspired by um your sort of relationship with your granddad and stories that he's told yeah. you and it seems like it's quite a song that was quite a long time in the making was it something like you said you, you felt a bit uneasy about maybe writing a song about it or anything like that for quite a while before yeah yeah
1: yeah well hard to talk about it's it's actually like um you know I put on a brave face you know and I I speak I've spoken to my therapist about various things and when I told him that story it was very much like of course you have depression do you know (laughs) like like, why didn't you tell me this five years ago (laughs) yeah um uh but yeah no it's it's hard to talk about um there was that reason as well and also like you know, I didn't want to sort of overstep the line and offend members of my family. So I did ask my mum's permission and she was very into it. She was like, yes, yes, I want people to hear this story, tell the story.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause but... it can be, it could be quite difficult when you're taking something that quite personal. And so sort of when you say it kind of relates to a sort of modern day events as well, you kind of do feel a bit is this okay because sometimes you like with with the way that sort of the internet is now like you put it on the internet you could get people like oh how dare you blah 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 and it's, it's there's a, oh, quite yeah. a lot to consider nowadays do you think
1: yeah absolutely i i used to be more worried than i am like, yeah like, i used to be like oh can i write about this can i say this can i do that and now i'm just like you know you you can't live like that you have to just be yourself and yeah i think if you're going to write about anything political you sort of you risk that backlash of yeah wh- whoever it's from like wh- whoever disagrees with what you're saying or some people are just like miserable
0: like <laughs> pricks aren't they they just they just yeah. they just they just want to ruin you or or ruin your day or oh you know. yeah they, they want to find any yeah. reason to moan about what you're doing because you're doing what you're doing and they're not
1: <laughs> yeah exactly uh, luckily I haven't had any of that with this. Yeah. I don't see why they would though, because I'm not really taking a stance, am I? I'm just telling, no, I'm just I saying know. what happened.
0: But, yeah, I was gonna yeah. say because it's 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 more it's not necessarily about a politics or anything like that. It. It's it's more you just telling the story from start to finish. Yeah. Of a member of your family. Like when I listened to it, I thought it was such a touching song oh, that you. paid homage to your granddad and his story rather than the politics of the time. Cause like yeah. you're not a historian, you're not like no, not. anything like that. No. So it's it's it, I think it'd be kind of disingenuous for people to read a politics in the track. I, th- I think it's just a pure yeah. emotional thing. And was that it, it, just for you? It was kind of just a way of working through that emotion, yeah. That you sort felt, of, yeah, yeah. It was sort of um,
1: yeah. I, I just, I just really wanted to tell the story, yeah. Um, and like, and I thought just using a folk song, like I've adapted various folk melodies with that, like you'll recognise. Yeah, yeah, in the true true folk style, like you know, uh, that that main like da, 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 that was from the Patriot Game by Liam yeah. and then I sort of edited it up a little bit. Bob Dylan used that as well, which most yeah. people reference it to. Um, yeah, I just wanted to tell it in like a a, a just simple
0: folk song. Yeah, like, it should be, be fuck, as pure fuck. as possible, kind of thing. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It was very it was very therapeutic. Um,
0: yeah, yeah oh no that's great and I'm, I'm guessing you, your family really enjoy sort of like listening to it and think you've done like yeah really well nice... my mum
1: came my mum came with me to the studio uh, really sat on the sofa and experienced it all because she she was obviously very into it and very touched by it yeah um, oh, yeah, it's nice and she was like she was cool with it she just didn't want me to like shout about like his name or anything like that just you know which I, yeah. I
0: think is enough yeah yeah so is so that nice. kind of why you sort of just dropped it without any kind of preamble. It was just like, yeah, I didn't feel comfortable being like,
1: pre-save my new single yeah. now. They <laughs> I mean, like, not yeah. really feel right to do that about about that. Yeah. Um. I mean, I sent it to a few folk playlists and stuff, but um, I haven't, I haven't hit hit it that hard. Um, it seems to be yeah. spreading like word of mouth, which is which is pretty cool. Like, like, that's, but like, it hasn't even hit a thousand streams yet, so it's it's still very very much underground. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well,
0: it's it's doing what a true folk song should do, and that is passed by word of mouth. <laughs> it's yeah, like, exactly, it's like you yeah. brought it back to the old old school of folk music. It's just all one person <laughs> passing a song on to another. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No. no. It's so, would you say that this song it was, it was more for you rather than for an audience kind of thing? Like you did it because you wanted to do it, and it wasn't a case of, I want to get a thousand streams yeah. on this. It was just I want to do this.
1: Yeah, so. it was. Just kind of wanting to tell the story. I mean, obviously, when I release any music, I'm I'm hoping people like it, and I'm hoping yeah. I'm hoping Morning Crush, which is like the project, it's, it's kind of a band slash project. So it's yeah. my song with various people involved. Um, but I'm hoping that Morning Crush does well when yeah. I release a song. But less so with that, I was I was less like right, I need to get on a Spotify editorial and all, all this stuff. I was just like, yeah, I just, I just put it out. Um, but I also yeah, it was for me, but I also I, I kind of wanted to tell the story because like. What's really sad is that there, there's going to be thousands of people like my granddad with the same story, like yeah. thousands you know and, and and sadly, there's probably going to be more kids nowadays with you know in in a hundred years and uh, I don't know how I, I honestly don't know but I don't know how many sort of people who who don't know about what happened in in Ukraine in in, in that time know yeah. the true extent of of what went on with ukrainians. Um, back then, um, and yeah. so I thought maybe it would be nice to sort of tell one of those stories to
0: people who who might not. know um, yeah. That was an element of, it. So, yeah, yeah, it could Kind of kind of the highlighting a sort of a the sort of mirroring of history type situation yeah, without being too political about it in the same breath kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, it's it's great and it's it's a wonderful song and it it kind of follows on sort of because you've got a very folky. Um, bass for a lot of your own music anyway was was mm. folk always kind of a, a heavy inspiration for you sort of from the beginning of when you started down the yeah, path actually, of music? The
1: well when i started it was it was like it was like the libertines and oasis and bands like yeah. that i got into like uh i got into folk music when i was a teenager like late teens and yeah going um like re- i got into like re- i didn't start with bob dylan and and neil young like most people did i i got into like really underground artists like like um that makes me sound like such a hipster, so really <laughs> but like but no but like when i was like when i was like 16 my dad went to a um my dad went to see attila the stockbroker yeah um chris tt Yeah. Uh, i can't remember who else was rob johnson anyway and david rovick and he came back with all of those cds and we used to listen to them in the car yeah and like i heard chris tt's like the huntsman comes to march in and, and stuff like that i was like "Fucking, know this is brilliant like this is really yeah, boring yeah, yeah. Like, i do just... like
0: a bit of chris tt t. Yeah.
1: yeah and then that like spiraled like spiraled from that like i heard um i, t- I like the huntsman comes to march in so i typed it into youtube and i saw this this guy called frank turner singing a chris tt t. song and i was like oh, let's check this guy out kind of thing yeah. so <laughs> then i went frank turner and then and then I was like, "Oh, folk music is cool." And then I, you know, I got into Bob Dylan and Neil Young. I
0: was going to say, like, I'm a massive fan of a massive fan of Frank Turner as well." So it's, it's great to hear that the sort of that's the path that your music yeah, took. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, he's brilliant. yeah. Yeah, absolutely.
1: You know, and 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 in late years, it's, I've been very influenced by Dylan and and Neil Young and like in Joni Mitchell as well. And, yeah. You know, like very very in awe of. Of, of the stuff they've done like in my sort of early to mid 20s like I, 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 I was very much like oh my god this is the best stuff I've ever heard like yeah
0: yeah yeah I oh, know it's great and was with with you saying like your dad went to see these sort of acts was was your dad someone that was quite a musical presence um in regards to getting you into the thing in, into, yeah into, he wasn't
1: a musician um yeah but he, he got he definitely got me into stuff like that yeah and actually, come to think of it, I did actually hear Neil Young when I was six years old because he used to play Harvest Moon in the car all the time. Yeah, um, but it didn't really hit me then. But yeah, 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 he got, he got me into, um, he got me into that that sort of area of folk music because just because of that one gig and those CDs. he bought. Um, yeah, it was really cool.
0: Yeah. Oh, great. And and was there sort of much sort of musicianship in in the family at a young age, or, or were you sort of like the first one to kind of run with that aspect? I of think it? my like. I think my great granddad played trumpet
1: but like there was never yeah. um there was never like a a pass down no I was the only one who really got into it um, yeah when I was younger very very much yeah no, no one else yeah. in my family were in my immediate family were, were really
0: into it yeah uh, and when was it you kind of started um sort of considering oh I'd like to try and write songs I'd like to try and sort of be creative in that aspect yeah yeah
1: uh I think maybe when I was like eighteen no I'm probably even like sixteen to be honest yeah. I was just uh, I started going to open no I started going to open mics when I was like sixteen and yeah. um I was really bad until I was about twenty five <laughs> <laughs> I was bad for nine years and i was I was gig I'm exaggerating I, yeah <laughs> I, in my early twenties i was I, I, I got better but but yeah uh, you know I didn't know what I was doing. I actually I actually it's one of the, I used to play under the name O T, and it's one of the reasons why I changed the name because like I look back at what I was then and I'm just like I don't want to be associated with that anymore you know like I was it wasn't just the music was bad like I was I was so cringe and like I was like I was an idiot like this was before I started working on myself and going to therapy and stuff I was like yeah I was just a prick I, I just used to, I used to say stupid stuff all the time and
0: you know yeah um kind of and, that, yeah. that butlin's but energy kind of thing
1: <laughs> yeah exactly that yeah yeah but anyway that's i'm i'm sidetracking a little bit but yeah yeah i was about 16 started going to open lines and then uh so i started doing like diy tours when i was 19 or so yeah and then uh yeah and then i started i started morning crush two or three years ago two years ago
0: oh, okay so 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 morning crush is kind of like um kind of like your sort of line drawn under the early part and this is like you've kind of you've become yeah. a whole new person yeah. kind of thing so you thought, right I'll start again yeah and, exactly yeah. yeah and what made you go with the um, name Morning Crush
1: I'm glad you asked that because I've I've wanted to it's been playing on my mind for a while because yeah. everyone thinks it's like I have my mate like um one of my best mates like, I fucking hate that name like it's like some it's like some corny boy band name I'm like no it doesn't mean that it's <laughs> it's the different type of crush you know yeah over by compressing inwardly that crush yeah Yeah. but now it's like fuck it people think that like but it's just become like a joke like oh you're my morning but like no it it was kind of like because my music it's gonna say it's it's hard not to explain a band name without sounding pretentious but yeah it was basically like um in uh I also have a theory that all band names are bad until they're successful, until the band's successful.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah sometimes you hear a band name and you like a green day, like
1: yeah if, yeah. if you'd have
0: heard that on a lot, you think, who are they? It's like, but now they're like yeah. the ultra famous and everyone just accepts it. Yeah. <laughs> but it was it was basically like
1: <laughs> because I like like I don't know, I the morning crush started with like, you know very sort of like introspective mental health songs like yeah um, you know singing singing about depression and anxiety and like it was always a thought of like most most mornings and i know i'm not the only one who has this like you sort of wake up and you you just start being pounded with like negative thoughts like first thing in the morning and you you physically can't get out of bed i think if i was like a hot sort of a hot boy band sort of a hot 20 year old boy band like yeah making that sort of music then i i don't then i think it would be a bit like come on mate but like because yeah. it, the music is what it is i don't really care that people miss miss misunderstand it you know I think yeah it's quite funny
0: yeah well it, it, it makes a um kind of makes a nice juxtaposition thing because like people that listen to be like oh actually this is quite
1: interesting yeah 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 what's well, quite funny though as well is like when people see like their crushes on Facebook and stuff, like just all over the world, yeah. They'll write good morning crush to them, like good uh, and then and then they'll tag the band page really? accidentally. Like it happens all the time. Like a notification from like 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 Taiwan or something, just like someone saying good morning to their crush. Yeah. And then it tags
0: morning crush. And like... hey, it's it's, it's <laughs> free, free marketing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah um so with obviously with like Morning Crush you've picked the name and all that sort of stuff was it sort of always was it around that time that you started listening to like the Neil Youngs and all that sort of and you wanted to kind of take your music into that more of direction because you felt it reflected the themes you were aiming for
1: yeah yeah Neil Young was a huge like beacon for me like when when when, you know when when I started because Morning Crush was like we were working on Morning Crush for about a year and a half before anything went public yeah and and it was very much like um you know i'd been doing i'd been in punk bands and i'd been in like i'd, I'd been like a protest singer <laughs> or, you know sort of or four, four chord sort of yeah four chord very simple folk music and like which is fine and it's great and if like that's really hard to actually pull off and get right and i have so much respect for people um, and my stuff nowadays, it sometimes can just be full. i I've just done an EP, and it's it's very much like the simplest songs you could write. Yeah. But yeah. when I started Morning Crush, it was very much like I heard Neil Young and I'd heard Harvest Moon, and I was like, I don't need to do four chord folk music. Yeah. Like, I can do something a bit more interesting. Like, I'm not I'm not confined to to that. Yeah. And yeah. um, and and that's that's yeah that that first EP, like a lot of it was very inspired by Neil Young. Like um um yeah yeah because it's like better for, we, we always called we have a song called peaceful mind yeah on that, and we always called that
0: the angry neil young song <laughs>
1: um <laughs> like folk grunge kind
0: okay of yeah oh no it's really, and and obviously with you really because you released your debut ep uh back last yeah. year and um, it feels yeah, like yeah. forever ago now but um yeah how how was the kind of reception to that because like you said you kind of worked on it for a year and a half and did you feel quite confident with it when you finally dropped it yeah 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 the
1: thing is it's it's,
0: yeah like people liked it yeah and and people who are into it liked it
1: and it's kind of cool because no one really knows who I am like I'm a really small artist like you don't really get any negative criticism like because everyone who supports you supports you yeah like you don't you the more popular you are the more people hate you and luckily (laughs) you know I've always said oh, I can't wait to be popular enough to be hated. Like, do you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. um, the your next TV. TV. Now, but... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um... <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh... so yeah, well, it was fine. It's just slow, like, like in terms of you know people noticing it. You yeah, know? right. You know, it, it takes a while for word of mouth to to spread and 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 for people to. Be like oh who's this guy because there's so much so much music going out like i wouldn't listen to me if i saw <laughs> a post new ep from morning Gosh, be like 15 new eps today from everyone like. yeah yeah join <laughs> you know I mean? the queue mate yeah. yeah exactly exactly
0: that yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I know it's well i noticed because um because obviously you you use tiktok because i came across your song on tiktok so you were talking about it on, oh, on did TikTok. you oh, that's yeah okay. yeah yeah system works yeah Basically yeah because more- I'd, I'd heard your ep last year um yeah i'd come across you then and then you sort of popped up again talking about stories of war on um tiktok which is where i sort of reached out i was like you know this sounds really interesting do you find that with yeah. the rising tiktok and like obviously i discovered you that way do, do you find that it's helped you maybe reach more people yeah then you yeah, would
1: absolutely have, yeah, yeah. TikTok's, tiktok's mad and like i used to sort of look down on it a little bit i think a lot of people in their late 20s like yeah i say i am I'm, I'm very much in my late 20s um <laughs> isn't like i'm hanging on by a thread to my 20s yeah but um but i think a lot of people like you know they there was very much like oh you know it's cringy it's for kids and all mm. this stuff and i just think like it doesn't have to be like yeah. you know like my my most viral stuff has been me taking the piss out of viral stuff. Like it's yeah. kind of a bit weird. Like and yeah, like I, like most of the people who like my music have found it on TikTok. And like, cool, cool TikTok cringy or you want, but like, if you're a musician, it's such a good promo tool. Like it's so so good. Yeah, that's... Um, I think it's definitely changed the game completely. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 got rid of that barrier between like you know. I mean, social media has kind of done that anyway. Yeah. gotten rid of the barrier between like gatekeeper and audience like you need a label to reach the audience yeah um but TikTok's taking that to another level you can sit I can sit in my bedroom I mean I haven't had this yet but I know those <laughs> people who have sit in my bedroom with my guitar and just be like hi this is a new song and it can get like 500,000 views yeah like that's mad like it doesn't have that doesn't happen on many other platforms like you know I mean it does happen occasionally but it's much more common on TikTok the algorithm goes this is good people like it these people like it watch this yeah
0: yeah it's it's a bit more I think it's a bit more streamlined and audience friendly yeah rather than yeah kind of uh, content creator friendly like other places yeah exactly they're not waiting for you to tick box he's for the audience to be like I like that and then it's like okay push, push 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 Yeah, know exactly that yeah yeah i don't know yeah, no it's it, it's great and have you found it quite um quite relaxing doing things like that because they can be quite stressful They can make you think a bit like oh, should, oh yeah should, Shouldn't i <laughs> I
1: have a yeah a complicated relationship with it like yeah. i've always said if i wasn't if i wasn't doing music i don't even know if i'd have a facebook because it's really bad for like it's really bad for my brain yeah like you know i think like self-esteem and you know yeah comparing yourself to other people and and, and you know you post a video and you think it's amazing and it gets no traction and you're just like oh maybe i'm worthless yeah <laughs> yeah it's so stupid like because it's just not true at all but like your yeah. brain when you have one of when you have one of these brains that just constantly tries to destroy you all the time like it's very bad for
0: you like yeah no but, i know what you mean I, I do it sometimes i post a video and you'll be like five people are like this it's like uh Okay, nobody <laughs> oh, likes me well, anymore. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. I've just put two years into this, but I'm done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's why I've sort of taken the approach of
1: just detaching myself from it. And yeah, it's been hard, and I haven't perfected it. But just being like, okay, new video. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care now. It's out. Don't give a shit. Next. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but what I
1: really like about TikTok is TikTok lives. Like, that's where I've built a lot of. You know, that's where I've gained a lot of interest. Yeah, like. I don't have to play the game though. I don't have to stick to a time limit. I don't have to grab people's attention. I just sit right here. I do it all the time. Yeah. I sing my songs. I have this little sign. It might be a mirror, so I don't know if you can read it. Uh, I have that little sign in my guitar. Yeah. <laughs> no instant gratification here. Keep swiping. Just like a joke. <laughs> and I just sing my songs and I just be myself and I chat and, like, and, and the algorithm pushes it out and pushes it out and it's like, hey, this is working. Like, I yeah. don't need to play the game. I can just sit here and sing my songs.
0: Like, Good. oh no, that's pretty. And did did you um yeah. with with sort of obviously you enjoying the sort of TikTok live and all that sort? Of, did you do much, living during the whole lockdown thing and all that sort of stuff, or was that a bit more? I did. Yeah, I also i i i hadn't
1: launched. I hadn't i launched Morning Crush like halfway through lockdown. Yeah. Like, um, but at the start of lockdown, I ran this page called Isolate Live. Yeah. Which was like a streaming platform for, for artists like a like a venue streaming platform where it was like we would print t-shirts for that gig yeah like for example we had uh down from ferocious dog he did a gig and then we we made a t-shirt for that gig and we sold the t-shirt and they got paid like uh, the profits from the t-shirt yeah. it was very it was like a non-profit thing. i did it because i was i was bored and also i wanted to help people as well yeah and like and it was really cool like that is i was very proud of that but it didn't um you know we, we stopped doing it after a few months because the novelty sort of wore off and day jobs
0: came back and yeah stuff. Um, yeah, that I did a lot of that I did a lot of hosting live streams yeah like, which was good fun yeah yeah but not necessarily doing it yourself as much at that time yeah, exactly kind of so yeah I so obviously with which kind kind of working on morning question launching it halfway through the lockdown I were you a bit nervous as to like the the picking up of it and how you'd go about promoting it and things like that
1: yeah I think less so than I have been in the past because I just I think when I was younger I was very very impatient and I was very much like why Am I not like a m a multi-millionaire stadium settler? <laughs> you know, but like I think
0: we've all been there. Yeah,
1: you know, yeah, when you're young, you're you're just stupid, aren't you? Like, yeah, you've uh, learned four chords and, read... and think you're God. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was very much like that for me. Like I had no self I was a dick, I was honestly a dickhead. Yeah. Like I was an absolute dickhead when I was younger. Like, um, I think like we all were. Yeah. But like anyway, like this time I was like, okay it can take like three years for people to start giving a shit. So yeah. Just take it slowly. Um, the first track was mixed by Be- better Friends was the first single and that was mixed by Frank Turner. So that was, a, that was a great little, wow. that was a great sort of boost. Yeah. Uh, obviously it's great to work with Frank. He's very good at what he does, but yeah. you know, when I released the track, it was like, he shared it. So
0: people, yeah. You know his fans were like wanting to check it out and, and yeah that's it like oh that, that's that's um, that sounds amazing i'm massively jealous he's very yeah he's very um he's yeah yeah he's we just sort of got chatting i've sort of known
1: him for a while and we, yeah we got we got chatting over lockdown and um he was getting into producing and it was very much like does anyone have any stems that i can mess around with because so yeah. i'm trying to learn how to mix and i was like yeah i've got endless pile of stems because <laughs> We started recording before COVID. When yeah. COVID happened, we couldn't go to the studio anymore. So just knock yourself out. Like and and he he mixed, he came back with a mix of our friends. And I was like, Yeah, this is great. Let's let's
0: let's start Morning Crush. Let's release yeah. it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Amazing that 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 like you said, it must have been a massive boost. Um oh, yeah. you know, someone that you, you enjoy listening to, being able to do something with your track and be like, Yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah, surreal almost.
1: <laughs> yeah, for real. And like the first few
0: Sort of the first couple of
1: years of knowing Frank, I I I, I was very much like like I, I would have moments where I'm like, hold on, like I, I listen to your stuff all the time. But yeah. I, I love your music. And I'm I'm like sort of hanging out with like do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like I'm I'm sure he gets that with like he's probably mates with artists that he's fans of and yeah, you know, it's it's a it's it's a different level of thing. surrealism. <laughs> yeah, it's a funny thing to try and like uh you know to try and you know totally fine now like but there there was a moment for like a couple of years and i was like oh my
0: god yeah 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 I, like when
1: i like yeah when i was younger definitely but like since also i worked i worked since then like we've come sort of closer over the last few years yeah. but like you know since um since then i've been working at banquet records in kingston like day job stuff yeah and there's always like stars like like huge huge artists yeah. I, I feel uncomfortable <laughs> about stars but you know like there's a, there's always big artists coming in and people that I really like and and the longer I've done it now I'm just like oh we're all just people yeah like you know hey, what I mean you right. sort of lose that you sort of lose that sort of fan excitement yeah. that I had when I was younger yeah yeah
0: yeah because I, I did that I um I went to see Frank Turner when he just released his new book and uh he, he signed it and he asked me how my day had been and I just went perfect i had a fellow searching you know i walked out of the bookshop and went, why did i do that <laughs> and <laughs> that's the thing us. as well and like
1: i'm sure i'm sure people like really appreciate it when people yeah it's hard to do though because you know you, you are going to be excited around people that you admire that much or or people's music that you admire that much i think is it i think that must be a hard thing to grasp like when someone like i don't know i've got i do i have a few i have a few fans like i can count them on <laughs> i don't know but like i count them on two hands yeah, but yeah. like but like these these people who, who who like your music, like they don't really they don't really know you. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean. So it must be uncomfortable to be like, dude. Like, I'm glad you like the songs, but I'm just a guy. Yeah, like, yeah. No, that's not me. But like, you know, that must be what people like that think. Like, yeah, I, I know. It you must mean. make you. I've always wondered. It must make you feel. If I had that level of success, it was, it might make me feel quite like quite alienated in a, in a way. Mm. Like. I've never had that level of success, but I, I can picture it like, you know, are these people, do these people really like me?
0: Like, yeah, you kind of start to doubt yourself like because it seems such yeah. an intense passion that they've got for your yeah. music. I mean, you're like, is this real? <laughs> this
1: isn't what happens. Like, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know because, I, I, you know, I could imagine it must be with. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. you'll get there. Anyway.
0: You'll get there eventually. <laughs> you're back. Yes. I got it. I yeah, right. yeah, you'll get there eventually, don't worry.
1: <laughs> oh, well, thank you. Um would be nice. I mean, it's kind of my dream to make, just make a living as a songwriter. Yeah. And yeah, that'd be great. That'd, that'd be wicked. Oh, no, brilliant. Just keep going.
0: Yeah. Just got to keep going, haven't you? Yeah, definitely. Well, um, sort yeah. of moving into 2022, you've mentioned that you've sort of produced a new EP that's sort of in, in your back pocket. Have you got much more planned sort of moving forwards into the year, sort of gig-wise and things like that? I'm really bad at like at
1: booking gigs. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not like bad, like lazy. Like, I just don't know what to do. I email people and they don't reply. Yeah, um, like to be honest.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. Just,
1: like, they just don't reply. But like, I've done. Yeah, no. Like, it's. Uh, I've had a good month actually. I did. I did a tour with uh, Pet Needs, brilliant band. Yeah, don't know. Him. Um, and that, that was with like the Nick Alexander Must. Yeah, there was um Pet Needs, Ghosts of Men, Berries, and Henshaw. And we sort of all went around together. Um, hopefully I'll do more with them. Um uh I've got a banquet records in store Monday. Yeah, it should be really good. Um, doing a couple of stuff. Yeah, just bits and bobs sort of dotted around. Like, I just when whenever someone asks me to do a gig, I'll say I, I was gonna say I always say yes, but to be honest, sometimes I don't because sometimes it's like, do you want to travel to like Sheffield yeah. to pay for nothing? Like maybe 10 years ago, I would have said yes. Yeah. But, um, don't really want to. I don't. I don't really want to go and 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 lose money. Yeah. To sing to people who aren't listening. Like do you know. What I mean? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's 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 difficult when you reach a certain certain point at that sort of crossroads in your sort yeah. of musical career of when you don't mind doing a free gig but you don't want to travel too far for it anymore kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. I still blow my. It still blows my mind when I get paid, like because so, yeah. I've just done some gigs, that I've just been paid for. Yeah, like, I had it appear in my <laughs> and I was like, "What? This doesn't happen." Yeah, is this you a this mistake? Just
0: don't get paid. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you, you call should... them up, like are going to chase me up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do, do I do I need to send this back or, or do I keep it? I, I don't know what goes on. <laughs> <laughs> no, Tim, it's been great chatting with you and um, i wish you all the best with the stories of war single thank you thanks for having no it's been great thanks luke it's been it's been nice
1: um always up for it i'm always up for stuff like this you know just shooting the shit. Yeah.
0: so there you have it that was this week's interview with the brilliant Tim from Morning Crush hopefully you enjoyed learning about the story behind stories of war and if you do want to go and listen to it for yourself then I will say that on Bandcamp um, whenever you do buy the single download it whatever you do on there the the proceeds from that single will be going to a Ukrainian relief fund to try and help the current crisis over in Ukraine um, any way that they can so I will urge you to if you do want to help out in your own little way then do go to Bandcamp and check out the single there'll be a link to the Bandcamp version of the single in the description of this episode so feel free to click through and just help out whilst listening to an amazing song all at the same time so yeah it was great chatting with Tim it was just so open so honest so unreserved it was just it's just one of those interviews that you love doing because it's just so easy and he's just one of those people that's so easy to talk to and talk with and could just sit and spend the whole day discussing everything under the sun with him uh, but no big thank you um, for taking the time out to chat with me this week and hopefully you enjoyed it too so if you have please do go give him a like and a follow across all his social medias you can hit him up on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok the usual place uh, be sure to give him a follow on Spotify as well and check out his previous EP um, to get you ready for his next EP which fingers crossed we'll be, hop- be hopefully oh my god I couldn't speak dropping sooner <laughs> rather than later um, so yeah once again hopefully you've enjoyed the Safe Space episode um, if you have then please do leave a review if you're listening to it on Apple Podcasts or just give us a rating on Spotify whatever you want to do um, or you can email me and let me know what you think it's barstoolmusicuk at gmail.com also, if you're an artist that would like to come on here and tell me your story, then feel free to um, contact me via that means as well. And as always, you can follow me on social media too. It's Barstool underscore music for everything but Facebook, which is Barstool Music UK. So, yep, thank you so much for listening this week. Once again, I've been Luke Knowles. This has been the Barstool Music UK Safe Space Podcast. Feel free to hit follow so you can join me again next week where I'll be speaking to another brilliant unsigned or independent artist. But until then, keep safe and just keep supporting unsigned and independent music wherever you are.